Right. Hello, this is Emran Chibishi, and he is Emran Mukhtar. And today we have a guest, Isaac Bekele, on Goals Fear. Some of the topics we're talking about today is uh, Liverpool win the title. We'll give an analysis of the Man City-Chelsea match. We'll talk about the state of Manchester United. Uh, we'll preview the FA Cup matches this weekend. And last but not least, we'll be talking about transfers, our transfer talk segment but first, we start off with the fact that we give our reaction to Liverpool winning the title. Imran, you can go first. All right. Um, Liverpool, well-deserved title. Had a great season. Um, well-balanced team. Uh, can't say much. Just a great season overall. Yeah, it's definitely much deserved. It's um, It could have even happened last year if Iheanacho doesn't miss a tap-in. But, yeah, it was, it was much deserved. The 30-year wait is finally over for all the Liverpool fans. I mean, they just had a great season. They never, yeah, other than the Champions League, they never had a moment of bad play. Like, one game. Just, well, for I, everything well, was fantastic. They had one game, but everything else, even against top six teams, their combined record of uh, it was like five wins and one draw. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, they drew against United uh, and they won huh? nothing else. They drew against United and they yeah, won everything else. Yeah, they drew against United. Yeah. Uh, just an overall a great season and much deserved. Isaac, you have to say about it. I mean, yeah, we all saw this coming. I didn't want them to win, but they've been waiting and they deserve this. They did it the real way instead of City, like, you know, City cheated. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, that's, that's not true. Okay, let's not I mean, get initially. let's not get into city cheating, whatever. It's all it's, it's all it's just will be handled in the apparently. court. Yeah, but city did deserve their title. Yeah, city were really good too. City was yeah. really good. They were, don't don't say. What they Liverpool have done is more impressive though. Yeah, yeah, I, I think this was. Liverpool should have got it last year. I mean, Ian Nacho misses one on one. This is this is this a start of a dynasty for Liverpool, or? Yeah, it looks like it. In my opinion, I mean, look look at next year. Who's gonna beat them? Nobody's anywhere I mean, look near. At the, them. Look at the players that they're still linked with to sign. I mean, they were linked with Mbappe a couple of days ago. Yeah. They're linked with Kulibaly. They're trying to get Sancho. I mean, they they they're getting a. But yeah, I do believe that that's this will start a dynasty. Um, moving on, Man City will next. be a problem. Man huh? City will still be a problem, depending on what happens with their court case. Oh, not bad. just Man City. Chelsea will also be a problem too. Who knows? Oh, uh, as well. Um, our next topic is analysis of the Manchester City versus Chelsea match. City were very poor. They they played not. I mean, they didn't play as good as they should have, and they let Chelsea win. Chelsea dominated. Chelsea should have had three or four goals. They didn't let Chelsea win. Don't say that. I mean, Chelsea. Chelsea. Okay. Chelsea did look. Look, Chelsea, Chelsea were deserved winners. They had multiple chances. Um, Sterling did struck the post in the second half. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Chelsea had, had a pass too. Pulisic cleared off the line. Mason Mount. 
missed an easy goal. Um, but Pulisic, the American, man, he had a great game. Great game. He's definitely a sure-by starter in this Chelsea lineup. I mean, so, uh, other than that first goal, the runs that he was making, I mean, he was gliding past top defenders, fast defenders like Kyle Walker and Benjamin Mendy. Yes, Mendy made a poor mistake, but the but the dribble, the hesitation, and then the quickness to get past him, a very quick defender. I mean, Pulisic had himself a game, and Chelsea Chelsea are definitely closing the gap on Manchester City. Yeah, uh, well, we'll speak of that later. But, well, first of all, what was your analysis on the game? Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea was good attacking. Uh, I guess... They were good in the counterattack. They had a lot of chances and, and of course, won the game. Sterling had a pass on that, on, that, uh, on that crossbar shot, and then, yeah, he missed that shot. Um, do, you believe, do you believe Chelsea, how far are they to, uh, how far are they to, how close are they to Manchester City? Have they closed the gap? Are they really close? Yeah, definitely. I, I still think Man City is better, but... Chelsea's not that far behind. How about you? I think, che- I think Chelsea's one good summer away from City. If they have a good summer, they've been linked to a lot of great players, then they will yeah. be better than City next season. I mean, even but the right players that they already signed, I mean, I think this closed the gap to Manchester City. Getting Timo Werner, getting Hakim Zayic, that shows up that, off, uh, that, uh, uh, that front three. Front. Yeah. That, uh, that shows up that front three. We're also linked with... Um, Koulibaly, who also wants to join with us. Maybe, maybe we can get him, maybe not. Um, David Alaba will show up that left side. I mean, I think Chelsea's definitely closing the gap. I think they're young. I think they have – I think they're going to – once they sign these players, they're going to have depth. Yeah. Uh, I believe Chelsea have, is going to close the gap, even with the, even with of, the players yeah. that they have just signed right now. I think Chelsea is definitely Most closing important the gap. Yeah, and Lampard as well. He's, I mean, he's been a really good manager. Yes, has like first. what two, three years of experience. He had no transfer window, and he's in fourth place. Like that's really impressive with the young squad that he has. He's one of the. He has one of the youngest teams. Only like United and maybe a couple more teams are below him for like younger teams, like overall. So I mean, Lampard can go places with a long career. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lampard is setting up, setting himself up to be a great coach for Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, when you look at Lampard's uh, coaching performance, getting that team where it is with no transfer, especially with the struggling start that they have in their first couple of games against City, against um, Chelsea, I mean uh, United, or yeah, even City, Leicester, um, they had a very struggling start. And, you know, that could break a manager. But you know what? It didn't. Um, it actually um, made the team better. Uh, they improved over the longevity of the Premier League year. And now that the, he has a transfer window, he can implement the team that he wants. He's already got Werner and Zayic and, um, and is close on signing Alaba, which we will talk about later. But now we have to move on to our next topic is... What is the state of Manchester United? Where are they at right you, now? Before, before you start, I just want to say one thing. If you look at Manchester United's squad and how they performed one year ago, like the very end of 2018-19 season, mm-hmm. and you compare it to now, they've improved. Okay, you can go ahead. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna need to say I mean, that. yeah, I, I before, before you tear them apart. But, uh, but we might have disagreed by how much. But yeah, um, oh, you're a, you're a United fan. I want you to start off here. What do you believe is the state of Manchester United? Where are they at right now? And what can what can they be next? I mean, Liverpool just won the title, and as a United fan, I mean, that's just terrible to see. United are way below where they should be. But I mean. There's been some improvement over the past year. I mean, would you have expected Martial and you, and Marcus Rashford to both be at 15 goals, 14 in the Premier League so far this season? And, I mean, what if uh, Martial can get up to 20? And that's, like, really good for his first season up front. Bruno, I don't know if Pogba is going to stay after this summer or if he does then after next summer. But if Pogba and Bruno can stay in that midfield with Matic and then someone can replace Matic, I mean, you know, I didn't... They can be third place next season. Like the how definitely, ending. definitely a top four team in the Premier League next year. Are y'all nuts? I mean, are y'all crazy? What? <laughs> oh my God! Definitely a top four team. Okay, it's not it's not like a sure thing, but no, no, no. It's they just, have a roster to be a top four. Shut up! Shut up! Definitely a top four team. Uh, these these first three days of recording videos, I've never lost it. But now I knew, I knew you were gonna push my buttons when we were talking about United. I, I told I, you that you, on Snapchat. You're crazy. Okay, what? give me four teams better than United. Uh, right now in my in head. League, yeah, yes. Liverpool, City, Chelsea, Leicester, Wolves. Like, I don't need those five teams. No, I'm better than. It was wrong. If they keep Raul Jimenez. I, I'm basing this on if they keep Raul Jimenez. I believe those five teams are better than Manchester United. I believe those five like, teams can beat Manchester United. I believe those five teams will get more points than Manchester United as the rosters are right now. You know why? Manchester United is inconsistent, and they will show that Not now. Not now. We've, we're, we've been undefeated since we got Bruno in, like, January. We've been pretty consistent recently. We're, we've won three games in a row now for the first time. Well, most of year. it was a break. So, I mean, y'all haven't had the oh, chance to we haven't, no, but, haven't had okay, the even, to play a lot. Forget the break. Forget the break. We still have like two or three months worth of like football playing where we've been undefeated. Like there's potential next season. If you add like a Sancho and another midfielder that can start. Think about Bruno, Pugba. You need a center back. Like That's a good, what you need. A center back yeah, to we, with Maguire. We, we probably, yeah, but Manchester United don't. I mean, we have the money, but we don't spend the money. It would be ideal to replace Lindelof. But Lindelof, as a center back, can still get you in the top four. So You're only five you points believe, behind you Chelsea right that, now. You believe United will finish ahead of Leicester? This yeah. season? No, next season. Well, I'm thinking That's not happening this Aldi. year, no matter what. No. Wait, let me, I think if you're Ollie right now, we still have Leicester to play. We're behind Leicester. I don't think Manu will pass Chelsea. Chelsea's and, just too good for so And I also don't believe Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the coach. For United, especially if United have title hopes or pushing I mean, for title hopes, we could, so we could still end up having a good season. If Ollie can get fourth place and then do good in the FA Cup and Europa League, it can still be a pretty good season. Imagine, but let though. me let me just say this: If you're Ollie right now, what you want to get to the top four? Leicester have been in bad form, right? And let's say they drop after the break, but they've been good this season. Yes, that's true. We still have Leicester to play, so. We're six points behind them, but when you're trying to catch up and you're looking at the table, you have to assume we're going to beat them. Because if you want to catch a team, you have to beat them. So just say we're three points behind them, and we need to make up those three points in 
the next six games. I mean, that's possible. Yeah, Leicester has been dropping games mm-hmm. so far. Their goal is United. That's the only issue. Like, it's possible. It, it's possible for what? I didn't hear that. That's United right. to get. It's possible for United to get top four. Like you might not think they're not. Are we talking about this year or next year? Both. Like what I'm saying, if it is possible, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it is possible. But no, usually you're like, no way, never. Because Manchester United does have an easier schedule. They play their six of their eight remaining Premier League matches are against teams in the bottom ten. I haven't looked. I haven't looked at Leicester right yet, but I I don't quite believe that they have. They have. They play Chelsea. I'm pretty sure they oh, do. Oh, no, they play Chelsea FA Cup. Uh, Leicester plays... Um, Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, Arsenal, I think they play Chelsea. Sheffield United. Yeah, they do play Everton. Chelsea. They play against Arsenal. Tottenham. And then they play Tottenham. Tottenham. And then that Manchester United last game is going to be huge. To end the season, yeah. yeah. Um, Sheffield exactly. is a pretty good side, too. I don't think they'll have that much of a... But, yeah, I mean... Yes, Leicester does have a difficult schedule, way more difficult schedule than Manchester United. Yeah. But the gap is um, the gap of five points. I think is just or six points six is just going to be a little too far for them. But that's true. Of, of, but I mean, uh, look at they play Tottenham, Sheffield, Arsenal, Everton, Chelsea. Chelsea. Those are all pretty difficult games. United need them to drop four points. And then they have to beat them on the last day. Which is at which is at King Power. It's at Leicester. Well, I mean, I mean, how much does it matter now? Huh? I mean, I mean, what if they don't? What if Ollie doesn't even prioritize that? What if he assumes that fifth place will get you Champions League? He goes for fifth, and then he gets even even in a good position here because they have they have like a double life. Uh, If we're talking about strictly Champions League. Because they're still alive in the Europa League too, which in Europa League there's um there's a fairly decent teams. Wolves are still alive. Inter. Inter, yeah. Um, Leverkusen. Uh, yeah, but I mean that's so far just... away. I feel like United's big squad, and I feel like United will do good, and I don't think they'll get out right away. Plus, they're still the second legs to play. Yeah. All right. Uh. So let's move on to the next topic, our fourth of five topics. We uh, preview the FA Cup matches coming up this weekend. Man United, Norwich, Chelsea, Leicester, Arsenal, Sheffield, Man City, Newcastle. Uh, let's start off with the Manchester United, Norwich match. Um, I don't believe Manchester United are going are gonna to have much trouble with Norwich. I think that they can even play... Um, not a B team per se, but a team mixed with um, starters and mixed with um, young players. Like, I don't think that they're going to, um, since Pogba's recently coming off of injury, I don't really think that he's going to really need to be in the team. I think you can put in Fernandez, maybe play Greenwood, uh, get some youngsters in there. Um, I, I don't think Norwich is really going to give that many. They've just been a lot. They've just had a lot of injuries. They're last in the Prem. They're, they're, they're falling apart. Um, yeah, I think Manchester United is going to win, and they're going to win quite comfortably. Can Norwich give them a scare? Maybe if they get an early goal and they start defending, defending. You know how inconsistent Manchester United can get sometimes. 
But do I believe that'll happen? Nah. I think Manchester United's going to win. Uh, if I had to give a scoreline, I would say 3-0. 3-0. That's my scoreline. Uh, Imran, go next. Okay. Uh, I think United, United will win this game easily. Um, I think they'll control the ball, even if they have youngsters in, because they're the most talented team. Maybe if less, I mean, uh, maybe if Norwich scores first, then it's, it's going to be hard to score not a goal against Norwich, because because um, they'll be defending, no no attacking from Norwich. So yeah, I did. It, I just exactly said that, but okay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I mean, I'm uh, reassessing. Isaac, go. I agree with most of everything you guys just said. 3-0 sounds about right. Maguire will definitely play. I actually think Pugba will play because he's just coming back from injury and he needs to be he needs to get some game time. So I think Pugba will play Fernandez, Igalo, Daniel James, Jesse Lingard. And yeah, United will probably dominate. And even if Norwich score, United will still win. Scoreline? 3-0. Uh, 3-0, 3-0. Imran, what's your scoreline? 2-0. Okay. The next game, which is probably the best game of the weekend. No, definitely the best game of the weekend. Between that and Arsenal-Sheffield. The fact that we're comparing Arsenal-Sheffield is so, so sad. I mean... Sheffield. Chelsea-Leicester. Um, I believe Chelsea's on a hot run of form. Uh, Chelsea is um, hitting their peak, and I don't think that Leicester City will be able to stop them, especially in their poor form. I think Jamie Vardy has even been struggling recently. Um, James Madison hasn't been able to get his foot in the game, not being able to create the chances, being the playmaker that he always does. Uh, I believe that Pulisic and um, Willian is going to be able to attack that back line, is, uh, especially with the... Um, Side opposite of Chilwell, who has been really struggling. Uh, uh, Al- Al- um, Alonzo is coming back into form. I think he'll give them trouble attacking up and down that flank. And I believe that Chelsea will be 2-0 comfortable winners in the match. Okay. I think Chelsea will win too. Uh, Leicester hasn't, haven't been great since the break. And they'll continue uh, in the FA Cup with Chelsea winning. I'll say 2-0. Same thing. Yes, I agree with y'all. Chelsea will most likely take the dub. I'll say 2-1 Chelsea. And they'll control the ball. I'm going to say Pulisic and Tammy Abraham will score. I should believe Olivier Giroud is going to get the start. Uh, Tammy Abraham... Well, Olivier Giroud did his start this weekend yeah, in City. So, yeah, I think Kevin Abraham is going to start. Yeah, yeah, Abraham is going to start. You're right. Uh, so, 2 0, Imran said. What was your scoreline? Uh, 2 0, same thing. And Isaac? I said 2 1. 2 1. Okay, next topic Arsenal Sheffield. Um, y'all, one of y'all go first. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> You go. Yeah. Arsenal are bad. I mean, Sheffield Sheffield is a really good team. I mean, nobody expected this with their overlapping center back strategy. They t- 
taken a little bit longer to come back from this break. They should have not drawn against, I think it was like Brighton or someone they played earlier. Do I, know? I don't know which way this game's going to. Yeah, I haven't been. Oh, yeah, that was Austin Villa, yeah, that they yeah. drew against. Yeah, they tied with I mean, Austin Villa. Should have been lost yeah, it should have been a win. They didn't play that well, though. So, I mean, you know what? I think Cup, Arsenal usually do well. I'm going to say 1-0 Arsenal, and it'll be some kind of stupid goal or like, they get really lucky. That's my opinion. Uh, I believe Arsenal is going to win. I believe they're going to win quite comfortably. I have a 2-0, 3-0 scoreline. Ever since the break, Sheffield United has been struggling, losing two of their three games, tying against Aston Villa, even though they should have won. Um, and I believe that the performances has been horrible by the players. I mean, even Dean Henderson, their t- the one of the top goalkeepers in the Premier League, in my opinion, hasn't has had a shaky start. Jack Rodwell and Sander Burge, I couldn't have not been able to control the midfield at all. Um, Billy Sharp can't get his foot in the game. I mean, he can't. He's not getting any attacking up. Oh, nobody's even really playmaking, helping him, helping him out. Um, uh, I think that Arsenal will be comfortable winners. I believe that um, Young speed will uh, will uh, kill the Sheffield's defense. Um, I believe Lacazette's back to goal play will kill Leicester's defense. And I have a 2-3-0 scoreline. Oh, Nicolas Pepe going up and down that flank. I mean, he had a great goal against Crystal Palace. I think that um, the uh, the fullbacks, uh, John Edgen and Jack Robinson, are going to struggle against that. Okay. I have a 2-1 scoreline Arsenal. I don't really have much to add of about what y'all say. I agree. Okay. Next topic. Talk about the Manchester City Newcastle match. Uh Imran, you wanna I mean Isaac. Yeah. Isaac. I'll, no, Isaac. Isaac. All right. First. Okay. Alright. I think Newcastle's gonna take the win because of no I'm just kidding. Um, Manchester <laughs> City. <laughs> Manchester City have, they will win this one. Pep Guardiola. Let's say 3-0. They're going to come back strong. Man City played poorly against Chelsea compared to their usual standards. But, I mean, they still have played some good games ever since the break. So, Manchester City. Yeah, Newcastle. Newcastle, they're not doing too well. Right? I mean, I mean they've, had a, they've been decent since the break. Uh, I believe that they built Sheffield 3-0. And then I think they played Bournemouth or Aston Villa or something. And they drew. Okay, yeah, so they have been playing well. But, yeah, but, but they only <laughs> played two matches. They're going to they're def- they're struggle. And has, the, has their financial takeover happened? Was that, like, confirmed? Or? No, not confirmed. Um, uh, well, it's going to happen, but just it hasn't been confirmed yet. The uh, yeah, Saudi Arabia public fund is going to take over Newcastle. Uh, yeah, maybe next year. I have Man City winning four zero. I think they'll control control uh, the game. What the better team? Look at his face. Right. Uh, they'll they'll control the ball the whole game. Move. Uh, Jesus will probably start, and he'll score a couple goals. Yeah. And Mahrez will be will be some trouble. 
Um, I don't know if Newcastle will really give um, Chelsea, I mean, will give uh, Man City much trouble. But what I do know is uh, Fernandinho being out is a, it's a pretty big loss for Manchester City due to that red card suspension. But, uh, yeah, Manchester City just has too much talent. I see a 3-0, no, 3-1, 4-0 match, something like that. But didn't Fernandino get it in the Premier League? Does that? No, it's, it's both in English. It's English yeah. FA, so it doesn't matter. Come on, Imran, you got to know this stuff. I mean, come on, man. You're on goal speed. You got to know the knowledge. Let's move on to the last topic of the day. Let's talk about transfers, the funnest times. All right. First of all, how the hell did Barcelona make the Pjanic Arthur swap? I mean, it's basically a swap. Ten million is nothing. It's basically a. It's just a basically a trade, a, a straight swap, a straight trade for Pjanic and Arthur. Um, wow, I I didn't believe it. I mean, I was going through YouTube and it said it, and I had to look through three websites to confirm it in my head that this actually happened. I mean, didn't they, they spend like 60, 70 million on Arthur yeah. to get a 22 year old. Well, he was 22 then. 23 a center defensive midfielder who's going to replace Rakitic and Biscuits when he uh, got older. But they swap him away for a 30 year old Pjanic who's been horrible since the, um, since the break. I mean, he's been horrible. I mean, in the Coppa Italia, he he couldn't complete simple balls. He's a uh, he was struggling. He couldn't get any play. He he was a horrible playmaker. He couldn't get any chances to Ronaldo. I mean, or DiBala. I mean, I I just don't get it. So uh, can you help me understand why would they would do this? I can't. Uh, what was the I'm in agreement with you? Uh, it was it was uh, Arthur for Pjanic plus ten million. I mean, someone explain to me how, how this happened. How can this Someone explain I mean, to me. I mean, it just makes no sense. From Barcelona's point of view, I guess they want to win now. Maybe Arthur but, had a fallout with them. Or, or, it doesn't make sense, really. Imran, you got anything that, to add? Um, I mean, for this to be justifiable, like, uh, you bet has got to add, like, 50 more million or something. Or some close to that. I don't understand. And Arthur is better right now. So. Yeah, I mean, I honestly believe Arthur is a better player right now. I mean, Any he's starting for the Brazil national team. I mean, doesn't that yeah, say something? Uh, really he's a great defender. Uh, his work, his uh, his. Uh, the work that he does is very underrated. He's very good on the ball. He's even a good playmaker for, his, for the position that he plays. He makes good runs. I, I just don't see why you do it for Pjanic. And Pjanic, who's a, um, at his best, was really good. But I just believe that his prime is past him. I mean, I don't think he has, I don't think he has the athleticism to play on the level of a Barcelona. He's, 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 he's past He's he really he's really been struggling, and I really don't see why Chelsea would uh, Barcelona do this. I mean, yeah, I, I just don't get it. Makes no sense. It's shocking, but at the same time, it's not shocking because I mean, Barcelona, like modern Mar Barcelona, 
Coutinho, Dembele, I mean, Griezmann, have they been making good, like, money decisions? They've made, like, three of the top ten most expensive signings ever, and they're not even good. They weren't good transfers. So, I mean, they probably – someone at the top was, like, Pjanic is better than Arthur, in their opinion, for some reason. And they're like, Arthur's not going to have a future with us, so let's get Pjanic in for the next couple of years. He can help us win the Champions League. That's, that has to be what they were thinking. They were thinking wrong, but that's the only thing that would make their, top, their thought process make any sense. Yeah, I definitely agree with all of you. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Real quick, I want to add one more um, rumor. Uh, well, this well, this last one wasn't a rumor, but this is a rumor that we talked about in the first Ghost Fear show, but that you weren't here for. Manchester United were linked with Ansu Fati, but Barcelona asked for a record high 350 million, smashing it by over 100 mil. I mean, what do you have to say about it? I mean, do you see any way in any reality that they even think about keep on pursuing on this? Well, I mean, we never even knew if they were actually pursuing them. But if you look no, at the they, past... No, they were. I mean, BBC were? reported it. I mean, it doesn't okay. get... If you look at the past, like, three denied. years, Manchester United, like, net spend, like, 70 million for the past, like, three years. Like, 70 million. Last summer, they're the mo- they were, like, top Mac, three and highest net. spending team. There was. Net. They sold Lukaku, my dude. For how net. much? Like 70 million. No way. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. Yeah, Lukaku's Lukaku was not 70 million, my brother. He was. He was really I bad mean, being at it. He was. Lukaku to enter. Uh, well, yes, let's see that. But still, uh, they were still one of the highest uh, spending teams in that summer. So keep going, keep going, keep going, though. No, yeah, but that number is not net. I'm saying net, United do not spend a lot. Like, United, even if somehow Mbappe wanted to come to United, they wouldn't buy him. They don't spend that kind of money. Like, you always see him, but, oh, they bought – well, I think the Pugger, they did spend a lot. But, like, yeah, recently, was... they, they always sell a lot of players or sell a small amount of players for high fees. They don't – they're stingy. United, the Glazers, I mean – United, they would have hey, not. Man, don't talk about the Glazers. They just got, they just got Tom Brady. I, they're in heaven yeah, right now. They just got they Tom care, Brady. They care about the American football. Uh, don't I don't care. think we should talk about the Glazers. We ain't got nothing on them. They got Tom Brady, fool. All right, but let's keep going. Okay, wait, right, let me well, just say this. Wait, wait. The Inter, the Fabio, yeah, yeah, search it up. Those Fabrizio are Romano, 70 yeah, to 75 million. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay. and. Yeah, okay. Well, he's been doing well this spent, year. He's been doing well this spent year. well spent by... Lukaku, he's a good player, but he doesn't fit the way United play. Like, it just wasn't a good fit. He could come to maybe Spurs or something and be decent. I mean, I'll take him over Martial because he's more consistent than Martial. I mean, Martial yeah, is actually one of the uh, most I checked, inconsistent people. I checked, I checked, I checked um, the stats. I think it was Goal, I don't care about goals per minute game. if that's what you're going to say. You always bring up that stat. That stat annoys me. That's so flated. He would, that doesn't he show consistency at all. It doesn't show what consistency is. But well, that's a topic that. for another day. We're talking about transfers right now. Okay, um, where will Jaden Sancho go? Premier League for sure. Obviously. Yeah. He's yeah, English. He's not going to La Liga. Well, what team do you go think go he's I mean, going to? You can't, you, can't, you can't say obviously because he's English. He went to Germany. One thing, 
he was there as a since like 17 i mean okay so who do you think i mean the, like for there's liverpool Romano, there's united potentially chelsea and i don't I see that united. many more teams really contesting for him fabrizio romano and everyone is saying that he prefers united but that doesn't mean he's going to go to united because people at the top they're very stingy and they're going to, you know, underrate him for price wise. And if he can't move to United, then I think he will go to Chelsea. I don't think there's any chance of a Liverpool transfer. Yeah. But I, I think United will make the deal because he's, he's young. And how much are they asking for? Like, uh, like 160, 100 million? 160? <laughs> no. no, no. Since the, at first, like, they were thinking about 100, 115, but. Yeah. Not because of COVID, you know, like 90 and then 80. Oh, hell that nah. Ballpark. That's not true. That's, dude, every website. There's nobody saying 160. Mentioned okay, I, I was probably exaggerating that. on that, but. it. I know. I've, I've watched so many, like, transfer stuff on Sancho. It's like didn't you say, million. Didn't you say the last time, the last time. The last time Manchester United spent a net transfer of more than 70 million was a really long time. Why would they change that now? I mean, it really depends on the players that they offload during the summer. I mean, there's potentially Pogba. There's a, I don't really see that much else. I, mean, I have a different else. opinion. Sanchez, so, I mean, if they sign, oh, go ahead. Oh, they can get rid of Sanchez, guys like that. Oh, no, no. We can't get rid of Sanchez. Nobody wants him. But let's say, yeah. uh, let's say, come on, come on, think. United are United are stingy. They're gonna wait it out. They can get Sancho for seventy million, and then they're probably gonna go spend another fifty million on like a midfielder. So that's just like hundred twenty million. And then they're thinking about selling players like Jones, possibly Smalling, Rojo, who's the other mid? Uh, Herrera, maybe Jesse Lingard. They're pretty crap players, but like they can easily bring in like 20 million, 20, 20 million here. And 70 million was an exact number, but like around that, it could be 80, could be 60. But they don't spend a lot of money net compared to what they could, compared to City or even, I don't know, not compared to Liverpool. Liverpool, they sell very good. So, I mean, it can happen. All right. Uh, uh, I believe. The, uh, I believe that there is a team that can make it happen. It would be the team with the most money, and that's Liverpool. Liverpool has a lot of money. Liverpool is willing to spend. Liverpool is probably going to uh, uh, offload Sadio Mane. It's probably going to either Real Madrid, a team in La Liga, most likely Real Madrid. And I believe he's going to be the replacement for Sadio Mane. I think it's just straightforward. Uh, I don't, I don't see anything else happening. Maybe Manchester United, depending on the price for Paul Pogba, but it's between those two. It's a race between those two. Okay, I want to add something I, need, I want to add. I don't think Paul Pogba will be making a move this summer. I think he'll wait till next year because United cannot, like last year, it was reported around $150 million, but they preferred to just keep Pogba. And then this year, they had agreed with him, like personally, sure, we'll let you go for 150 and then coronavirus happened. And now his valuation has dropped a lot, and United are not willing to sell. So, they was like, oh, so they won't have the money from Pogba for Sancho. And then if Sadio Mane deal happens, you're right. I think Liverpool will be favorites. But if they do not sell him or Salah, I don't think there's like any chance because, um, what's his name? 
uh, Sancho, he he's shown that he doesn't care about the money. He cares about his career. That's why he went from City to Dortmund. So if he can go to Manchester United and make them a better play, better team, and definitely start, I think he'll go there over Liverpool. It'd be like Shakiri. Um. Uh, okay. Um. If they get if, if Liverpool get Sancho, it's because that uh, it's because that they uh, it's because Sadio Mane or maybe even Salah is gone. They're not gonna. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, well, let's move on to the next topic, which is it's been rumored, and they're very close to get it to for Chelsea to get David Alaba from uh, from Bayern Munich. What do you have to say about that? Well, since it's my team, I'll go first. I think this is a great move for Chelsea if they can pull it off. Getting one of the – well, he's been playing center back this year, but I think his main position is that left fullback role or uh, left fullback role. He's right-footed, but he really likes to cut inside a lot. But that left fullback role, replacing David Alonso, who's good as an attacking player, but I believe uh, he's very weak defensively. I think Alaba is one is the best left fullback or one of the best left fullbacks in the, in the world. I believe he's one of the best even attacking fullbacks in the world. Uh, he gets balls in the box. He has a great shot. He, uh, his ability to defend, his quickness, his speed, uh, I just think it's a great move and assures up the biggest weakness in that Chelsea starting lineup other than that goalkeeper because Kepa has been very inconsistent. Uh, what do you have to say about it? He definitely gives them stability at that position. Uh, he'll he'll be contributing in the attack uh, from that left side. Yeah, uh, I, he'll be a good player for them. He'll be he'll be good in the attack, especially. Okay, I what, go ahead. What's the what percentage chance do you think there is of him going to Chelsea? Like out of a hundred? Eighty. Eighty. Or 80-75. I mean, they're very close right now. Okay. Primarily because Frank Lampard really, really wants him. To be honest, like before now, I, did, I didn't even know this was like rumors. But I mean, if it happens, it's very good for Chelsea. I mean, he's amazing. He's an amazing player. He's versatile. I mean, he's 28 as well. I mean, it's just Chelsea doing good business like always. Something, you know, United can't do. I, I don't... I'm... Yeah, it'd be really good. All right, let's move on to the last topic of the day. Diago Alcantara from Bayern Munich has told his teammates goodbye as he looks for a move to the Premier League. Isaac, you're laughing. What do you have to say about it? Newcastle. 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 Why? I'm just joking, but that'd be funny if you went to Newcastle because after their takeover. And I'm just trying to think, and oh. I don't think would he want to come to That's United? Sorry, no. I don't. I mean, <laughs> where, where do you think he could just splurge on? I, but... um, I can't. I believe that Chelsea was true. I, I, uh, I mean, if Chelsea can find the money, maybe because uh, they were trying to get Pjanic, too. But Pjanic is obviously going to Barca. I think that he's he's the same player that Pjanic is. I mean, same age. Uh, I think Alcantara is a better, uh, is a better, is more athletic and is a better 
playmaker. I think he's uh, uh, Alcantara is the better player, and he's at, at his prime. I mean, yeah, I think Chelsea's I mean, the front runner. M- Manchester City maybe because Fernandinho is getting older and David Silva is retiring or moving. I mean, they're not even. They're all different players, but I can see what you mean. But I, I mean, I I really just don't know. I don't think Chelsea. It'd be amazing for Chelsea if they got him as well. But they, what they've already confirmed, like two signings, Ryan. I mean, with Alaba probably going to, have, yeah. Like I don't I know if they'll question. have the money. Spending. Does the money save from the last transfer? Yeah, they they have Hazard money, but they've also lost a lot of money from you know this season. Like every okay, team. Well, I'd love to continue this conversation, but we are running out of time. I'm Imran Shibishi. He is Imran Mukhtar. And this is Isaac Bekele. USAC Films. Look at the comment section yeah, and all the channels. Yeah, subscribe to on YouTube. And this is Goal Sphere. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe. Goodbye.